Hi, I'm Forrest Griffin. Brian Caraway. I'm Lisa Pace. What's up, guys? This is Joseph Benavidez, UFC flyweight. Hi, this is Greg Jackson, and you're listening to It's MMA Zing, and that is an amazing pun. Get it? Like MMA, but amazing? Amazing. Radio. Welcome to It's M Amazing Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Law, and with me as always, DJ Mark. So, Also joining me this week, the best silver medalist you'll find anywhere, Lavender Goose. Thank you, guys. And may I wish all of you a happy national, thank God, it's Monday day. <laughs> what, what kind of holiday is that? Picking it it's to be on an the- actual holiday. It is, as everyone knows, Mark, it is the first Monday in January. Right. These aren't real Thank things. Thank God it's Monday. <laughs> These are all a bunch of things to distract the poor from hitting the reach let's, on the head with make a stick. Sure, let's make sure is. we have the whole thing, Mark. Thank God it's Monday day. It's thank gosh it's thank Monday. Thank God it's you Monday day. Heathen. That's right. You heathen. Okay. It's, thank, it's thank gosh. <laughs> Put some respect on God's name, Mike. Um... All right, boys and girls, uh, we kind of set this week aside um, to talk about um, our predictions. We thought for what we thought, who would actually, who we thought would be all the UFC champions by the end of 2023. Um, We're going to do horrible at this, just based on the number of champions that changed in the last year, I'm realizing. Um, Real bad. It's an impossible task. (laughs) We're not hitting, look, what do we consider, I, I think this is the first time we try to do all of them, but realistically, what do we consider a good performance from each of us? Four? If you get yeah, a handful, I think four. We, yeah. <laughs> probably we 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 pick fights every week. What was our percentage? Like sixties, and that's when we have two things where it's a fifty-fifty <laughs> chance. This is like completely madness. Also, like I have no idea. You don't know what's gonna happen. Gonna I mean, sometimes and then uh, sometimes you know, dudes retire, dudes get into contract disputes. Sometimes the there's uh, no light heavyweight champion right now. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> the prom- sometimes the promoter gets drunk with his wife in the middle of a club and they start smacking the shit at each other and it just ends up on TMZ about an hour and a half before you're trying to record a podcast. Yeah, a little um, power slap preview for you. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Mark. I was gonna say everybody had the same jokes. It's like we're everybody was trying to get into that. But let's uh kidding aside, um, just real quickly, we want to mention this. Um, we're recording this at uh 640. Pacific time, 9.40 Eastern time, about half an hour ago um, during the Cincinnati Bengals and Buffalo Bills um, NFL game, uh, DeMar Hamlin, who plays safety for the Bills, I was right, wow, okay, um, collapsed on the field and needed CPR, and the game has been suspended for now, and uh, I just just want to put that out there, because at some point, if they put some news out there, Mike's going to chime in with it, and you know. If it's bad, I feel we at least gave some sort of warning. But, you know, I can hope the kid's okay, man. He's 24 years old. He's 24 years old, sixth-round pick, playing on a roster. That in itself is a miracle, you know, that he made it this far. So hopefully he's okay. Um, and, yeah, I mentioned it uh, literally an hour and a half ago, I think, of what it was. Um, I have the article up, um, which I have thoughts on how this article went to TMZ, the way it all came out. Um mm-hmm. Uh, but um, at 4.24 p.m., hour and 20, hour and 18 minutes, or sorry, hour and 40 minutes ago, 
Um, article shows up on TMZ with video of Dana White and his wife at a club um, in uh, Cabo, San Lucas, uh, for New Year's Eve. Um, and there's video of Dana White and his wife, who I'd never seen his wife before. I honestly didn't know she was a real person nope. this whole time. Um, married together 26 years, spending uh, time together. Um, they're drunk, apparently, and they're arguing, and then Mrs. White smacks Dana in the face, and then he smacks her two to three times. Attempted three. Two landed. Mm -hmm. No one appeared to just cursory viewing of this. No one appeared to really do a lot of damage to the other person. Not that that's an excuse for how how these two fucking adults are acting in public. Um... The way this was presented on TMZ, I'm gonna we'll get to in a second here. But just first off, um, don't really delve into people's personal lives a lot. We feel on this podcast, unless it's you know they're letting us in with their shitty politics. But uh, this was an interesting uh, thing to send to you guys, Mark, and uh, mm -hmm. we all have the same jokes about the Power Slap League. Um, but I guess. Man, what are you supposed to say here? What are your thoughts, I guess? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, it was actually kind of funny because I don't know what me and Christine were watching, but we were talking about people slapping or hitting each other. Um, and Christine and I came to the same conclusion that like, okay, so the the general consensus that like, oh, uh, you know, a man should not hit a woman. I think, I mean is good in and of itself. I mean, the prevailing rule should be like, no one hits anybody. And then Christine made the good point. I kind of agree. Like if you hit somebody, you're escalating a situation and you should kind of respect maybe to get hit back. Like that's just, that's just how arguments and fights work. Like if you're in a heated argument and you hit somebody, man, woman, whatever, you shouldn't be thinking like, oh, there's not going to be a physical retaliation to this regardless of your second. This was, I didn't even tell Christine about the Dana White thing. That happened literally like an hour after we had that conversation. And I agree with, I mean, look, at the, the prevailing thought is like, you don't hit anybody. But I, you know, everything being equal and whatnot, you are muted, Bob. Um, you know, you have to kind of If you get anticipate. hit, you might, you're going to get hit back probably, maybe. But you should at least anticipate. Yeah, you know what? Fuck around or find you find out. Basically, is what we're saying here. Yeah. Now that, that, um, that all being said, it's messed up that you know. I mean, I think any time in in a marital situation like this, you know, you kind of hope that you know reasonable thoughts will prevail, and you know it wouldn't escalate like that. Maybe she hits him, and he has friends there, and it's like, okay, we need to be separated. He walks away. Someone takes her away. Whatever. The fact that he slapped her back was not great. I think the fact that he came in for a couple more because that first one wasn't satisfying enough <laughs> is worse. Right? <laughs> it's one thing when it's like, oh my god, you know, we're drunk, we're having an argument. She hit me, I hit her back. But it's worse where he's like, that wasn't good enough. I yeah, gotta you, go you continue it. until the referee stops the fight. Yeah. That's what sounded like. Yeah, the in fairness, in fairness, as I'm assuming the owner slash CEO of the power slap league coming mm -hmm. to tvs and tnt he's probably been privy to some pretty good slaps over the last few months so he knows when Great you cuff it Mike. just right and he did not cuff it just right apparently in his head he's like i didn't get the right placements she was defending herself which is unique to me now because i've been watching people yeah. take slaps on the face oh yeah okay um 
We are horrible people. We're, we're not going to get into this, guys. Well, we, we only joke because we, we know no one got seriously hurt. It, it, it seems like, and Bobby will get into the story, that yeah, like, okay, like, they've apologized. Yeah, okay, let's just get into bridge. this fucking thing. Because this there's only two relevant parts of this for us as what we do here. And you know what? This fucking company's always approach has been with every one of these fighters who fucks up. Has always been just like, fucking whatever. Um, which might help him in this regard. But, um... Look, there's only two things that matter here, Mike, uh, to me and us. Uh, the first one is whether this man keeps his job or not. Um, I'm no, under I the belief, Mike. I'm give you my, I'm question. I'm going to give you my two cents, Mike. There's a couple things at hand here. One, they're on ESPN, which is Disney. Yeah. On the other hand, Disney employed Murder and Ray Rice. I'm not Ray Rice. Murder and Ray Lewis. Okay. Apologies to Ray Rice if you're only a woman beater, not a murderer. Ex- okay. ex- all right, <laughs> let's 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 just say uh, let's just say Bobby's kidding because Ray Lewis was never convicted of murder. Accu- ac- accused murderer. There is someone go. who I personally believe, but does not know, but believes he did it. Let's stay on the right side. Hey, man, uh, Marvin Harrison was on the Manning cast like oh, two months Ooh. ago. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. We, we, don't talk, we don't talk about Marvin Harrison. <laughs> Look, um, Disney isn't Disney necessarily. Look, uh, fucking these are all different levels of being shitty, but anti-vax Black Panther was going on a minute ago. Just point that out there. Anti-vax Wasp is out there. Not this, These aren't crimes, obviously. And also, this guy's not going to get charged with a crime either. Um I, that's one hand of it. Other hand of it, of course, is yeah, this is ESPN. And the other, also to consider is you don't hit a woman. I think him getting hit first is going to mitigate 90% of this, personally. I'm mean, legally, there's nothing happening here, obviously. Um, but I think he's going to get out of it, Mike. Just looking at this world we live in, and there's no consequences for anybody doing anything at all at any time. Maybe I'm cynical, but I think he's going to get, there's, I don't think this is going to be a story. And I mean, well, Maybe well, the slap fight league has to not exist for a couple months. But from, besides that, from the, from the letter of the from the letter of the law, he was struck first. So uh, you could bargain that you know it was self defense. So I agree, nothing would happen to him. Um, I think the way that TMZ and Dana White handled this is the best way that you could handle. Uh, you know, Data White slaps his wife three times. Uh, I think they got it all out there. I honestly don't think this is going to be that big a deal. I don't know what that says about our society, but I don't think we're going to be talking about this past this week. I mean, I think the fact that there's a man collapsing in the middle of a football game has stopped the entire... I think no one's saying anything right now. Good smokescreen for Mr. Yeah, do you think Dana's just like, oh, thank God. A horrible tragedy will divert, you know, a lot of the attention from this away. Yeah, by the way, it'd be real cool if one of these these 50 talking heads ESPN employees had the balls to say this game should be postponed. Just putting that out there. Just putting that out there. Just putting that out there. Bobby, when you you (laughs) sent me that, it didn't even cross my mind this guy would be fired for it. No, he's this not going to get fired. This, he's gonna, this, he's not is gonna, just, this is just an interest. He I should mean, probably, it, he might have to go away. I mean, I'm, I don't I'm, even think that. I. This is a dude, again, I'm going to bring this up until the fucking day he croaks, who put himself on <laughs> UFC Magazine issue one. I am UFC is what Dana White says. This dude's not leaving. I wouldn't be surprised, Bobby. Okay, I'll be a little surprised. 
come episode five in Power Slap, he doesn't make a joke about slapping his wife. Where he doesn't make a <laughs> joke about like that was a clean slap. Oh and god, I, don't know. I slapped, I slapped Anna. You know, whatever. Um, you gotta get you him know, good. It, you don't even need the standing eight count. Some bullshit like that. Yeah, I mean, dude, I can't is, believe this it, sport has an eight count or something. By the way, do you get back up and take more damage? It's wild. Yeah. Just put that out there. As long wild. as Forrest catches you and you don't get a concussion dude, on the I'm, way down. Well, okay, we're gonna, uh, you know what? Mike, you're gonna, you're, Mike. I've passed you with watching the first episode. So many episodes of this. Yeah, you are. I know it. <laughs> this is, by the way, this is gonna make so much money. This is built for the fucking internet, man. Just gifts of dudes just getting smacked. And well, I mean, it's already flying. been around. Yeah, that's yeah. why he's not an idiot. Just, okay, yeah, Kurt, just his actions it. and Cabo San Lucas aside, this man is not is not a business idiot. Okay. Well, um, you know, I'm not even gonna go that far. I mean, I'll say that he had the foresight. Like many of us back in the day to see mixed martial arts as potentially hitting a different audience that it wasn't before. Right. And he got his rich friends to buy it. Did I don't you, know uh, if he's made enough other smart decisions. They really did, think. Did like you catch Ariel when he was ripping apart yes. Dana and Patty? Yes. When he said <laughs> yes, that's what, that is where I'm getting a lot of this. Yeah. Like he's made lots of very poor business decisions yeah. throughout his career. But the UFC has been a good one. I We'll see how power slap fold, you know, how that unfolds itself. Oh, um, it's going to make so much money. Who knows? <laughs> I bet Lorenzo's a certain silent partner. That's how it's going to do well. Um, all right. Um, before we go in and make our predictions for who's going to be champion in a year, did anybody catch any of the Ryzen thing? I just saw results. Dude, the I walkouts the were, some of the walkouts were pretty oh, I'm cool. Sure. I'm sure yeah. it was great. Um, Bellator, clean sweep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, which, uh, I'm not just saying this, was my plan to bet that. Then I didn't. And mm. then I thought I'm like, and then I woke up. I was like, oh, I probably woke up in time for the main event. And I woke up and just ended five minutes earlier. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, to a degree, it does kind of make sense. I think when it comes to the power vacuum of like getting the best. Well, especially athletes. when Horiguchi is not defending, not representing Ryzen. That was the part two. And I'm like, right. okay. <laughs> but it is also a thing where it's just like, you know, as much as we might not consider Bellator to be like the top tier organization, it is one of the. And it has an international roster, right? They're pulling talent, you know, some of the best talent from Brazil and the States, where Ryzen is very kind of localized. It's mostly Japanese fighters. They do have some Brazilian fighters. They do have some, you know, UFC fighters that have kind of, you know, lack for a better term, kind of washed out. But their roster isn't as big and as grandiose and can throw the money around to really get some of these, you know, more high quality um, combatants. So it wasn't super surprising, but I, watching some of the clips, it was fun to see. You know, AJ trying to throw soccer kicks and them utilizing the different rule sets was kind of interesting and fun. And it was, it was, it seemed like it was a fun event overall. Mike, you catch any of it? I haven't yet. I have a place where I can watch it. So Ooh. I'm probably going to watch it over the next week or so. The Ar- because the I don't think there's going to be much MMA in the next what? Until like what, mm. two weeks from now? Yeah. The, the, the Archuleta, the one Archuleta walkout. Um, was real good. I don't remember the fights. I was watching most of the walkouts. That was real cool. Um, I I started watching the first fight of the main card. Um, I don't know who the who the Bellator guy was, but the rising guy was some guy named Takeda. Uh, through the first two rounds, pretty good fight. Takeda almost got knocked out in the first, and then he came back and won the second. So I'm interested to see how the third round goes. Even though I know, I mean, I know Takeda loses, but. And she'd see uh, how close it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first UFC card is on the 14th of January, where we learned where, where it's going to be. Nasruddin Imavov is taking on 
who we learned is just kind of a piece of shit this week. Kelvin Gastelum, huh, Mark? Kind of learned he was a piece oh, of shit no. this week. What happened with him? Um, Andrew Tate. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, this was yeah, a good was... week for, for confirming a lot of the shitty uh, of the shitty opinions of uh, UFC fighters. Jake Shields yeah, went viral. Was... Not for good reason, folks. Yeah, and a lot of them kind of doing this thing where it's like, oh, well, if he really did it, then no, he's a bad guy. It's like, what do you mean? Like, this dude, like, talks about all this horrible shit he does. Like, how can you even Oh, that's what they, that's what they, they say. Like, he's like, he's like, they knew he was coming for him. It's like. Yeah, because he was breaking the law. He's playing the yeah, odds. Yeah, because he was, he was <laughs> sex trafficking people. He should expect the authorities. He went to Romania because the heat's getting too hot. You know, yeah. it's like how you, how people kind of get way, behind By the way, I don't guys. care what facts you throw at me. I'm going to believe the pizza story. I've just decided sure, I don't good. need this other ones. a good story. <laughs> Mike, what? You're muted. No, I'm not. You have no, problems. No, okay, all right. <laughs> okay, maybe I was on delay. Yeah. Uh, what pizza store are you referring to? Uh, well, you saw when Mr. Tate got dunked on by uh, Greta, right? Yeah, yeah. Then he responded with a stupid video when he was eating pizza. The pizza was from a place in Romania. So the authorities knew he was in the country and where he was located. <laughs> he was at the location they thought he was at. So he doxed himself and then got arrested. Yeah. He docks himself <laughs> trying to get a sick burn off of On an uh, Greta, who already who already demolished him. So who Jake like, Shields said that all she needs is uh, a oh, good fucking, God. basically. Is she eighteen yet? Uh, that's she, I make, she is. I think she's eighteen. She's or 19. nineteen. We 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 saw it when we looked it up when. But yeah, it's just like, dude, come on, guy. It's like ugh, whatever. And then you Jake know. Shields. I try to read some more. Jake Shields is like sixty percent of women say they like BDSM, and I'm just like, the fuck are you? What? How did you draw the line here, bro? Like, you gotta, like, he's trying, I don't know. I, I, I literally saw a video where this fucking Tate guy tells his girl to make him a coffee. He says, I tell my girl to make me two coffees every morning. I don't even drink the second one. And she says, why do you make me drink two? And he's like, hey, if we end up in a physical altercation with someone else, I'm willing to die to protect you. Is it too much to ask Please. that you make me two <laughs> cups of coffee? And I'm just like, listening to this, and I'm like, there's other ways to make the point that you're a devoted partner is what it sounds like there. Yeah, instead of bossing <laughs> around and making coffees you don't want. What the fuck, dude? I mean, yeah, I... I uh, we've gone off the first, rails at this point. Yeah, I mean, when this first came up, I kind of looked into him like, oh, no, he's just like a huge piece of shit. And it's just kind of amazing that there's as uh, he has as big a following as he does. And hopefully that, you know, plane crashes and burns. But I guess like sex trafficking, like I think they said, like, it's not like the penalty isn't potentially is as big as I would want it to be. I think I think I saw like three well, to five years. You don't really want to be in jail in Romania, and you don't want to yeah, be mean, sure. known as having money in jail in Romania. I think. Well, yeah, I just I, I hope I you know if for me it's like he goes to jail, he somehow stays in jail. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't need this. Oh, dude whatever. He's this is in society. He's Thank gonna you. he'll put out a fucking something on Alex Jones's podcast when he comes out. Yeah, you know, if he wants to do podcasts from the jail cell, you know, I think that really diminish his alpha maleness. It's like, look at, I'm going to tell you how to make it in the yard, okay? Wait, wait, like, we you, spent, know what, we spent, you know what, man? We spent the first, like, 20 minutes of this podcast just talking Fair. about shit. Let's have some fun guessing wildly True. inaccurate stuff. Good point. Um, all right, we're going to guess all the champions for every UFC weight class. Um, and uh, buh, 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 buh. I'm trying to pull this thing up. Uh, I want to pull up the rankings and who are the current champions and blah, 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 blah. Um, I also had a thing where it was telling me who the champions were last year and who they were the year before, but fuck it, whatever. Um, all right, let's just start. We're going to go with the lightest female weight classes, do all the female weight classes, go to the lightest male weight classes. 
You guys know what we're doing. We're making our way up. Um, leading off, we got the women's flyweight championship. Um, or sorry, strawweight championship. Currently defended by Miss. Uh, I did this on the fucking list too, Mike. Um, <laughs> Zhang Weili uh, defending that title uh, as current champion. Um, we got nothing on the line here. This is just our genuine opinion. Who we think is going to be champion in a year? Uh, Mark, who's going to be champion in a year? Yeah, I think this one's a little tough. It's been kind I of a rotating door <laughs> between Wailing Rose. You, uh, Joanna has kind of been the picture, but I think she's officially retired yeah. now. Um, and then Carla snuck in there. I'm gonna. I mean, honestly, I was thinking about this earlier, and I was almost thinking in my mind, like, I wouldn't be surprised if like Rose doesn't fight again because she's so like kind of in her head about you know she seems to be in inconsistent with like how often she's active. She I'm got go tapped out in. 50 seconds in a grappling match on Fight Pass the other day. To Jillian right. Robertson. To Jillian Robertson. That was... So you're going to Whaley? Sorry. I got kind of no, I'm, up here. I'm going to pick Rose for whatever reason. Yeah, you know what, bro? I got Rose also. And literally my logic is it's more likely than not the champions change and that's the one who would win it. And she beat her twice. Yeah. And people try to talk themselves like the second one Whaley could have won. And I'm like, well, she could have won if she won three rounds and she didn't. She won two rounds, maybe. So mm -hmm. she lost. She did better. She did way better. She didn't she go, did she, get knocked out. She did. She didn't go in there crazy. with her hands in her pockets, getting knocked out within three minutes. You know that's what happened in the first one. Had no respect for who she was fighting, and that's what happened. Made adjustments. Rose got her number, man. That's my guess. Mike, who do you got? Yep, that's gonna be it for me as well. Um, it's gonna be Rose. I thought about maybe uh, Amanda Lemos, but I chalked that up to. In the next year or so, who would I see actually getting the title shot? Would Dana White want it to be Amanda Lemos, who well, I think is a very good fighter. Let's face it, it's Amanda Lemos. That's how Dana White's going to see it. Or someone who's a marketable name, who has advertisements, is a name that's much more well-known than Rose Namajunas getting the title shot. Um, I think that makes sense. And she's beaten Zhang twice, so... I think if anyone else is going to have the title this year at strawweight, it would be Rose. And I think her being in that BJJ tournament, I think is a good sign in that she's looking to compete again. Um, all right. Um, flyweight. Women's flyweight. Valentina Shevchenko, champion of this weight class. Um. My f my favorite female fighter um, ever, quite frankly, uh, and and uh, not number one pound for pound. I thought she was. I guess Amanda got the belt back. It's hard not to give the two division champion who beat you twice already. Um, this might be a surprise, but I think she's not. I don't think Valentina's gonna be the champion for yet another year. And it's not like I'm just playing odds here. She's been champion now, definitely longer than any of us think so. And the because like she hasn't had a lot of memorable fights because they haven't been very they've been very one sided. She's been the champion of this weight class since 2018. It's a fucking long title reign. Nobody holds belts that long in this sport. Um, I got Blanchfield. She's coming, man. I think Blanchfield is a serious threat. I think if Tatiana Suarez comes back and she's like functional, like she hasn't fought in four years. Tatiana Suarez, remember the big boogeyman that was coming. If she like gets a first fight out of the way and she looks okay, that's another threat. But um, look like Valentina showed that if you are a good enough grappler, if you commit to it, 
you can cause her problems. You know, she's a good grappler herself. She, you know, tapped out Bantamweight champion, former Bantamweight champion, Pena off her back. But Talia Santos had some real success on that front. And Aaron Blanchfield, Mike, whoo, that arena was getting quiet as she was just beating the shit out of Molly McCann. Um, I know that's Molly McCann, but yeah, I, really think the, I really think the world of Aaron Blanchfield, I think this girl's coming. She's about to be a big deal, honestly. I think she's going to be a big deal. So I got Blanchfield. Mike, who do you got? I think that Aaron Blanchfield will eventually be a, a champion. Um, I think it might be a little too early for her in 2023. Um, so I, I don't see her possibly winning the belt this year. Uh, with that said, I am still going to ride with Valentina still being champ at the end of this year. Marcus. Oh, I got breaking news. Um, the Bills and Bengals game has been postponed. Oh, no. You think, they're not going to swallow your money, buddy. Are you talking no, about no, 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 no. I'm not saying, oh, no, because of my bets. I was thinking earlier, there's only one reason why they would postpone the oh, game. Oh, you think like it's like that? I think they asked yeah. the coaches and the players. And I think the fact that th- nobody looked in the condition to continue that play in the game. Anyway, um, Marcus, apologies. Who's your pick? That's all good. Um, I think this one's a little tough. I, I have not seen Aaron enough. I didn't see that Molly fight, so I need to kind of catch up to kind of... My, my only concern there is she is 10, right? She does have to get probably another fight in or so before she's knocking on the door, maybe. It seems like we're also true. circling the third fight with Amanda and Valentina. It seems like we're circling each other there because nothing has been announced for either one of those women Mm, for a little bit now. But that being said, it's we got a long time. But but also, you know, I mean, it wouldn't be at uh 25, no, I would imagine. It'd be 35. So she'd still be the champion if she lost that fight. No, I'm just so saying I think like Aaron's got time. Because I think Valentina's gonna have to more... I think Aaron can fight twice, quite frankly. Because Valentina probably mm-hmm. don't probably fights I mean, the way we're headed, probably what, April, May, and again at the end of the year. So Yeah. Um, so I'm going with uh Talia Santos. Um you know, I, I feel like everyone killer. we, yeah, I think all the ones we picked have viable consideration. You know, and mm. I, I think even 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 Mike picking Valentina could can hold it. I think is also very valuable. I mean, she's she's done that for a while now. So I, this one's kind of a tough uh, weight class to pick because Valentina has been so dominant, and most of the field has kind of been wiped out. There are a couple new faces in there that could be potentially interesting. So it's it's an interesting one, but yeah, I'll go tally just mix it up. Wow, we're all over the place on this one. That's interesting. Um, all right. Um, women's Bantamweight. Mike, why don't you start this one? Yeah, sure. Uh, Current champion. Sec, I have to get Amanda my... Nunes. I have an excuse. Wait, you picked Talia Santos or did you pick Suarez? Sorry, Mark. Uh, Santos. Santos, okay, my bad. Suarez is not even the rankings. So that's another one I was like, well, then she's maybe, like, she beating all these build. girls is a problem. She's beaten like two through nine. Right. Is the issue. Right. <laughs> but she has to go up the ranks a little bit. And I think that takes at least two fights. Grasso's, you know what's interesting? Grasso's one away, and none of us think she's going to be, she has a prayer, no, right? She yeah, has no prayer. No, I, I saw that. And I was like, her. She honestly, she she's not one away. She deserves a title shot right now. It's just, she doesn't sure. want it, it sounds like. I don't think stylistically she matches up. And, well, and so. Manon Fiora, she's a good fighter too. Valentina, smoker. That's another one. Right. I, I looked her up too, and I just like, I don't see it there. So we'll see. It's kind of interesting. Okay. Mike, sorry. Bantamweight. Yep. Bantamweight's going to be uh, another easy one. Um, 
until someone, well, again, I guess, beats Nunez, I'm not going to bet against her. Mark? Yeah, same. I, I see her holding on to the to the belt, mostly because when I do look at the rankings, there's a couple names in here I'm not familiar with that she hasn't already beaten, but it's hard to really, even Aldana, like... There's one I person. And who are you thinking? It's whether I'm they book the fight. It's whether they book the fight. Catelyn Vieira? No, it's whether they book the fight or not. It's Valentina. That's it. That's the only one. That's the only uh, one as a prayer. I watched the second fight again uh, the other day. Um, I the, the the people who scored it for Valentina, and I'm biased in general. She's my favorite fighter, but I've taken that out of it. That was a very close fight. That second fight that was a very very close fight. You could have scored it for her, no problem. And I think it was a split. It was a split. Um, I think if they book it, I would pick Valentina to win. I just don't know if they're gonna book it. That's what I'm trying to weigh right now. But you know what? I'm gonna genuinely. I'm saying that I'm, I'm genuinely believe that they're gonna like. They have a year. I think they should book the fight. <sighs> Whether they book the fight or not, it's also a calculation here. So I'm trying. It's really what I'm trying to figure out here. Because if it's not her, I don't think any of these women beat her. I think she can retire as champ. Does anybody think Juliana Pena deserves a rematch? Right now, not, not deserves. No really, one's calling for it right now. But there's no other contenders either, which is interesting. It, it, but it was a good fight. And they did, I mean, they did build that second fight with the ultimate fighter. So they might feel like there's some ammo there to run it back. But I don't think Pena gets it done a second time for sure. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. I go, Amanda. Just, they booked that fight. Just let you know, guys. That's my pick. I'm picking Valtia. Um, we, that's the first clean sweep we have. Oh, no. Second clean sweep we have. Yeah. Oh, uh, women's featherweight. I, honestly, yeah. I think we should guess if this weight class still exists at the end of the year. That should be the only guess. Does the weight class still fucking exist? So basically, we're guessing Amanda or nobody. Amanda or nobody. Nobody. <laughs> what was the last women's Kayla Harrison fight is the only conversation we should be having right now. And Kayla Harrison is the reason Amanda left that gym. Because she was serious. She felt, serious question. What was the last women's featherweight fight in the USA? Was it just Amanda's last featherweight fight? Oh, I thought you were asking was last title fight. Yeah, no, that was it. There's no, there's no, there's no rankings. Yeah, there's nothing. So was it? Was it against um, Megan? The the Australian Megan. Yeah, against Megan. Megan Anderson. That's slaughter. Yeah, the 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 band of featherweight fights have been comically not close. Like she beat up uh, Felicia Spencer was so tough, but she got her ass beat for twenty five (laughs) minutes. That wasn't close. Yeah, 135, Amanda's vul- maybe, I don't know if she's vulnerable or just 145 has no talent. But, um, it well, to, to your point, Bob, it would be interesting if, you know, come a year, that that division is no longer around because the UFC has not killed a division. Well, she retires. I, that's it, right? I don't know. I mean, yeah. like I'm saying, they have not killed it. I can't, I mean, since Zupa took over, I don't think they've ever killed the division. They've only added more. So, I mean, without Amanda, it's like you have no start. You have not built that division at all. So it makes sense if she retires. They're like, well, there's no point in doing this anymore. But at the same time, it's like you're trying to run, you know, what, like 180 shows a year. Not I mean, that's too many. But, you know, you're trying to run like 50 shows a year or something. It's like having another champion is not necessarily a bad thing. They kind of need more divisions anyways. They have so many fake belts going around. Um, it'd be interesting. I, I would be kind of 
surprised, but it's also like they haven't done anything. I mean, we thought they were going to kill Flyweight for a while, but at least they had like a roster of dudes still battling it out there. Um, there's nothing going on in this division, so okay. Well, the we'll division, whatever. We'll move on. Everybody's got Amanda winning it. We're keeping that belt for. I'm gonna put that because like there's no what there's no doing? discussion here. Yeah. So I copied and pasted, and then you said like, oh, what if nothing happens? I was like, uh, no, Bobby, already copied. Uh, this pasted, is gonna be so. this is gonna be another year where Amanda's gonna fight, and we're gonna say, is she gonna retire every one of these fights? Because what what does she do? What are we doing? But <laughs> um, anyway, men's men's flyweight current champ. Uh, there's two champions, but there's a champion and interim champion. Mm-hmm. The same guy who held his belt for two years. Davis and Figueredo, Brandon Moreno. I think Brandon Moreno is going to be the champion again. And I think he's going to beat him. Uh, actually, James Krause is his coach, huh? Fuck it. I got Brandon Moreno. I think it'd be wild. Brandon Moreno goes and wins in Brazil with half a, with no coach. It'd be great. I think it'd be cool to see. Also, I mean, is he still training with Henry? What's up? What's going on there? Is Henry just focused on his own life now? What's Davis up to? So... Davison might miss weight by five pounds for all we know. This is he's fighting at home. I got Moreno. Mark, who do you got being champion at the end of the year? Yeah, I'm gonna throw a wrench in just to make it kind of interesting. Pantoja. Like, Pantoja. Yeah, 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 hell yeah. <laughs> <That's really laughs> hell yeah. Um, I mean, Alexander Pantoja has been one of the top guys who has beaten a lot of the the top guys in the division. Um, but did lose to Figueroa. Uh, Figueroa. I think he beat. He did beat Brandon. He did beat though. Brandon. Yeah. So he's in that mix. Um, so I, c- I can see him getting a title shot. And it's really just a, you know, can he pull it off in the moment? Um, this division, I mean, look, at I the Figueroa-Moreno fights have been awesome. But, like, you know, that well's getting dry, dog. Is this four? Is this going to be four? This is four. This is, so I, basically, I, I'm honestly, saying he's going to beat him twice, is what I'm essentially saying. Would have sure. To happen. <laughs> but it's just like, how... Are we going to get a five? Yeah. I, I Honestly, yeah. I can't recall, especially in mixed martial arts. I don't think I've seen a two guys fight each other four times. We're not counting. We're not counting the bullshit on like Travis Fulton's record and stuff where he's got like nine wins against a guy. Right. I, 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 if you want to count that, sure. I'm sure he probably did fight somebody four times, <laughs> but just like in general at the highest level, like even the only other time I can think about was like in kick in K one. You know, that roster wasn't so big and they threw the guys in tournaments so often. I think they did end up fighting three or four times like Hoost and, and Peter Arts and, and those guys. But, yeah, but like, I can't remember. We got, we got what, Chuck and Tito three times. And that third oh, one was like. There's been a handful of trips. You never get past three, though. What does Sylvia and Olofsky get to? They get the four? They got the four, didn't they? They got Ooh, the four. They one, might. Didn't they? I'll, yeah, check the, I'll look it up while you're talking. I think, that, I think that's right. But, but it, it would be. I mean, ultimately, what I'm saying is like they have to get past this. These are great fights. They're absolutely warranted. For happening uh repeatedly as many times as they had but like it's there is a division here there is talent there are guys that are vying and hoping to get that shot um and it's yes yeah, so they had they had four fights. They did so, four times. there's yeah. another one but and again though like that wasn't all in the ufc that wasn't continually for the belt right i mean there there's certain nuances there that kind of made it a little bit more appealing you know because they were in a different organization and stuff like that it wasn't holding up a division there's a, there's yeah, a UFC's only gone three. UFC's only gone three in their right. own company. They did these guys, yeah. three, they did those guys three times. They did uh, the fucking heavyweights, right? And, and, and Jr. I'm sure a lot of it is this was a dying division. They finally got some heat on a couple guys, and they're producing good fights. Like just keep rolling those dice. But you know, I, I kind of want some of these other guys to see. And and Alex is a is a great fighter, right? He he's, he's beaten one of these guys before. I think his Figueroa fight was was pretty close. I think. Bobby, that was the one that put 
Figaro on the map for us, right? It wasn't that the fight that we. Oh yeah, that was the one. Like, oh, that was the one where yeah, really it was like a morning fight. I was watching it and I texted you like, "Hey, Pantoja versus Figueroa, go watch this shit. Like these guys are awesome." Yeah. No, so, that, we'll see, Mike. Yeah, so I would have bet on Moreno maybe about three months ago. Um, I do think the upheaval that he has experienced in his professional camp life. He believes his coach gonna, too, Mike. It's so sweet. He believes poor he believes Kraus. Kraus. The picture he put of him hugging Kraus. He also such plays a with, kind soul. He also plays with toys. What a kind son of a bitch Brandon Moreno is. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think this is going to help him uh, against a man that quite honestly it's been pretty neck and neck between the two. I think pretty much any little any little thing in the negative can be the deciding factor, and this isn't a small thing to lose your head coach. So, I think that Figueiredo is going to win this fight coming up, and I think he wins at a, an eventual fight with Pantoja. So, I think we remain with Figueiredo as the real champ. Men's Bantamweight Championship. Uh, currently, uh, ch- current champion, Aljamain Sterling. So a lot of people did not think that man was going to hold that title. But, well, he won fights. So here we are. Um, real contenders we got going on right now are Sean O'Malley. Um, Cheeto Vera. Cheeto Vera versus Sanhagen being in the, in the apex is such a crime, by the way. I don't... Whatever. Um, and uh, Cejudo. Probably those are the big three right now, right? Cheeto, Cejudo, and um, Sean O'Malley. Um, I got, I got, oh, uh, no love Peter Yan, huh? He just come off a loss and he's well, come off of two losses. Actually, he lost to the champ and he lost to O'Malley. It's hard to squeeze mm-hmm. him in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the thing. Aljamain Sterling says he's going up if he beats Cejudo. Cause I think there's going towards him and Cejudo as the matchup, given how Sean O'Malley won, how close it was and how disputed it was and how Cheeto is already booked. Personally, I wanted to see Cheeto versus... I, I, I really want to see Cheeto in a title fight, personally. That's what I'm here for. Um, I I do think that he's... I, 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 I got Cheeto Vera. And I do think Aljamain Sterling is going to beat Henry Cejudo and go up in weight and give up the title. I just think Cheeto Vera is the one that's going to beat it, is going to win the title at the end of the year. So I got Cheeto Vera. Mark, what do you got? Yes, yeah, so I was actually Vera was one of the guys I was thinking of too. Um, They're really slow playing him. I think. I mean, I know he hasn't beaten a ton of guys at the top, but I think it's time to fucking guy bang. He looks go. good. Yeah, it's he's fun he's to watch him. Good. Fight. He's looked. He seemed very composed, right? Like in the fight with Dominic, where he definitely seemed like he was losing on the scorecard. He still pulled it out, right? It seemed like there's been a lot of fights where he's kind of just picking his. He's moment. a very he's slow finding, starter. It feels yeah. like. Mm. Um, and I think the things you, I think what makes this one particularly difficult to pick is kind of a lot of these X factors, right? Henry's potentially coming in, Aljamain maybe going up because he wants his guy, um, uh, Mirab. Yeah, Davis Vili. To go up. You know, I'm going to, and that, in uh, Mirab, I'm probably mispronouncing his name. Yeah. It was the guy I was kind of looking at before. He has such a snooze fest with Jose that I think they're going to, like, I don't think they want to be too kind to give him a title shot too quickly, personally. Right. But the, so when I saw him, I was like, oh, this is some Dagestani guy, right? He's probably going to win. I remember, like, oh, no, wait, he's, he's out. When he said, oh, uh, Aljamain's going to make way for him, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't think I like that guy as much. 
I'm putting him on there. Okay, th- this is how I potentially see it playing out. Maybe if you're right, Sterling beats uh, Henry, and then he goes up. If he's um, really going to get think... the title off, we're assuming. If he truly is going to not, yeah, you hold the title. Yeah, that. and then I think if there's a Sean O'Malley versus uh, me, Rob, I think me, Rob can win. That yeah, fight. <laughs> so that's kind of the scenario I'm playing. Vera is kind of a wild card in there because he he is deserving, right? But he might have to go through Peter Yan. We'll see. There, there's a lot of... Th- this is what's going to happen, my friend. Fucking Cejudo's going to lose to Aljo in, like, April, okay? Mm-hmm. And then for no reason at all, they're going to book an interim title fight. And that interim title fight for fucking... Um, what's the big weekend in July called for them? Um, the big week. Fight week. Fight week, oh, whatever. Okay. That fight week. International, International fight, week. fight week. The rematch. Sean O'Malley, Cheeto Vera 2. A fight that the O'Malley mm. Commission awarded to Sean O'Malley. A fight that everybody else with eyes awarded to the guy who knocked out Sean O'Malley, Cheeto Vera. The rematch. That, Marab's sure. getting fucked. So I'm putting it out there. That's my guess. Yeah. Maybe not, though. Mark, uh, Mike, who do you got? <laughs> yeah, so the reason why I asked no love for Peter Yan is that I have Peter Yan being the champion at the end of the year. Interesting. What's your what's your strategy of how he's going to get this done, my friend? So, obviously, he is not in the conversation right now. Sean O'Malley somehow got a split decision off of him. And, you know, you have some other sexy names that, you know, are going to be fighting for the belt in Henry Cejudo. And then you have the charismatic Marlon Cheeto Vera. Sure, sure, sure. However, I think that considering... Peter Yan fought, what, like three months ago at this point? Two months ago? So I think he can possibly get three fights in this year. He'll win the first two, and at that point, he will be situated for a title shot against whoever is the champ at that point, and I think he can win. Cheeto Vera. Cheeto Vera might Peter Yan be a good fight, too, by the way. Still muted. Still nothing. That was my bad. Um, I was going to say, Mike's calling for that Cheeto Vera Peter Yawn fight, and I'm here for it. That's what it sounds like to me. Cheeto Vera Peter Yawn. Now, that's, can we just have that fight happen? Like, I in would general. Not be mad at that. Featherweight. Um, Alex Volkanovsky's the champ. Alex Volkanovsky's going off to try to beat Islam Mahachev. Uh, there's an interim title fight between Josh Emmett and um, Yair Ro- uh, Rodriguez. That's Yair's last name, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the same card in February, I think. Um, the other person lingering out there is Arnold Allen, who hasn't lost a fight since I don't know, fucking first Obama administration. Like a long time. This guy hasn't lost a fight. Um, I got Alex Volkanovsky. I think Alex Volkanovsky is the best fighter in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mike, who do you got? Uh, yeah, so while I won't say he's the best fighter in the world, I will say uh, ditto for him being the best fighter at featherweight. So I've got him retaining the belt by the end of the year. Mark? Yeah, we're all on the same page here. Um, I, I Like Mike, dispute that maybe he's the best fighter, because I think we might have an answer to that soon enough, but we'll get into that in the next one. Yeah, I think... Regardless of what happens, pound for pound, he is right now at least in their rankings. In their rankings, he is at least in the rankings. He absolutely is. 
because no one else has been quite as dominant. Now, he absolutely deserves that that distinction. Um, we're going to talk about lightweight, but even just looking at this division and the guys that are going to get the interim belt schedules, you know, if Alex even does hold both belts, I think he won't be defending as often, right? So there's probably going to be one or two cracks at that belt this year. And the guys vying for it, I think he could handle both Emmett and uh, um, Rodriguez. So um, I think it's pretty safe. I think, you know, of, of the picks we have to pick, this is the one I'm probably the most confident about. Well, yeah, my scenario where he's not the champion, if, if he wasn't a champion, it would just be like he, he beats Islam and then the UFC doesn't like you holding two belts unless you're mm -hmm. running a fake division like Amanda is. So they make you drop one of them. That'd be, my, yeah, that'd be the only way. That'd be the way. The calendar. Yeah. But it really sounds like he's fighting Islam in February. And the other boys are fighting mm -hmm. on February also. No reason he can't fight in July, barring an injury. Either way, quite frankly. You know. Um, lightweight. Islam Mahachev just became champion a few months ago. Mark, Mike, is he still going to be champion in a year? No, I have Charles Oliveira beating him in a rematch and still holding the belt by the end of the year. Mark? Um, yeah, I have Islam holding on to the belt. Um, I think, I mean, I'm really interested to see how this fight with Alexander is going to go. I think, you know, I I've been critical of Alexander in the past. Sometimes I felt like maybe he hasn't been trying as much to like finish the fight as he is trying to win each exchange, which is totally admirable. And it's not like this guy doesn't finish fight. He finishes a lot of fights, especially going up to the belt. Um, and it's just, it's big cojones to be a current champion and move up weight divisions and try to get that second belt for anyone who attempts to do it. Um, and I like what he's saying. Like if he does win to, to do both, I think Islam is a really interesting matchup for mm -hmm. him and we'll find out fairly quickly if Islam is going to be able to utilize the wrestling, because if he can and get him down, like we've seen Alexander off his back, he's not bad. You know, he did pretty well with Ortega in that he didn't get submitted, right? He, he was able to survive the storm and get on top. But Islam's a different beast down there. Like their game plans of how they combat themselves on the ground is completely different. And for Islam, it is all about advancing position, riding out your opponent, you know, tiring them out for them to make that inedible mistake. Um, so that matchup is going to obviously say a lot, right? If, if Islam can beat Alexander, 155 is still a stacked division. Like Mike said, he's probably going to have to fight Charles Oliveira. Personally, I think he can win that I fight think again. The next, I think this sounds like Gaethje is just sitting there expecting a title shot, maybe? I sure. Yeah, anyway, may, let me let you finish before I go into my rant of stuff. No, I mean, that's. A, I think this division has, it has a lot of talent. There's lots of big stars in it, right? So there's... Lots of reasons to make different matchups, right? Gaethje gets a shot. Poirier gets a shot. Um, yeah, get these motherfuckers. I'm sorry, get these motherfuckers. Get these, get these motherfuckers out of the uh, out of the title picture. I'm I'm agreeing with what Homeboy said a couple weeks ago. Armin Sarakian. We're just gonna have these same three mm -hmm. dudes fight each other: Poirier, Gaethje, and Chandler. Get the fuck out of the way. All right. Um, Chandler's yeah, gonna fight Conor McGregor. That, it's about money. Chandler? Those guys sell. I don't think they do. I think Dustin might. I think I think that's I it. Think they, I, I don't mean, think I don't anybody know knows who the fuck. I don't think sure. anybody is buying. I don't think they sell one more pay-per-view with Michael Chandler on the card or Dustin Gage. Then, then Armin. I mean, like, I, 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 think, like I think there's He's a baseline a fighter, number of people no who are going to buy a title fight that says Islam Mahachev on it. And I think that that number does not get higher if you put Gaethje next to him or Chandler because I think you're just getting the same group of people. Dustin Poirier, he beat Mike. He beat Conor McGregor twice. People know who he is. 
That's what I'm going with. Uh, by the way, I Chandler's fighting my Conor McGregor. I'm just going to say that's my pick for that. Just mm. putting that there. Um, I want to see. I, I look. I for me, it's Islam or Alex, who's going to be champion at the end of the year. And you guys know what I think of Alex Volkanovsky. I do think he's the best fighter in the world. I think he's quite frankly for the fact that he, the way he took apart Max Holloway in the first fight was impressive because that was just like the way he fought him. Technically, I, Max couldn't figure out what he was doing. I felt like till round five. I think Max won one round, and it was round five when I was watching. Max won the Max. I, we all, a lot of us thought Max won the second fight. Um, he didn't. Uh, it was a very close fight. What he did to Max Holloway in the third fight, and I know Max Holloway isn't just isn't as good as he necessarily was before. Maybe I think he's the smartest in terms of game planning. I think he's the smartest fighter out there. I don't know if that's enough with Islam Mahachev. So I'm going to stick with Islam being the champion because I think he's going to beat Alex, and I don't think Justin Gaethje has anything for him. I don't think Dustin Poirier has anything for him. I don't think Michael Chandler has anything for him. I don't think Benil Darius has anything for him. He already beat, honestly, the guy who, like, grappling-wise, Armin Sikorakian's a good wrestler, and he couldn't beat Islam. Um, I want to see those dudes, though. You know, that's what I want to see happen. But I think Islam's still going to be champion in a year. And uh, I'm very sad about Ismagulov retiring, by the way, with, like, no notice. That's That was a loss for this entire weight class. But anyway, I got Islam. So we got two Islams and one Chucky Olives. Um, and now we've reached a portion of the show, folks, where we are just deciding. You're just doing the math. Me, The three of us are doing the math of which champion is Kamzat Chimeyev going to be. That's what we're doing here in the next two segments here. Um, Leon Edwards is champion of welterweight. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what's going on with Kamar Usman. People are saying he's hurt and may not be able to fight Leon in England in March. And for some reason, the rumor is yet another title shot for Jorge Masvidal. Um, oh, I'm saying yeah. this because if your equation is for Leon Edwards to stay champion, well, there's half the year right there, him as champion, because uh, Jorge Masvidal's not beating him. Jorge Masvidal's not beating Leon Edwards, period. He's also ranked 11. Yeah, this, like, I know they've had some like this isn't a sport, man. The, eight, owner, the champion versus eleven. Is this tough. isn't a, they, this is barely they, a sport. Well, Bob, they got they got to boost those numbers up. Get them in at least number yeah, eight. They just or move them up. They just move them up. Um, I looking at what's happening in this way. Here's the thing: the last champion beat everybody, but they made Leon fight so many of these people already because they didn't want to give him a title shot. Did he fight Covington though? Covington has can't just keep getting title shots fighting nobody. Um, sure, Covington is going to fight. Stylistically, I think could be interesting. Um, this is why I think it's going to be Kamzat. Um, which I feel stupid saying this out loud when he misses weight again by six pounds. But um, I think he's going. I think Kamzat's going to get booked against. Colby keeps saying no, but I don't know. Kamzat's going to beat somebody, then he's going to get a title shot. I think Leon would. I was going to pick Leon over Usman, quite frankly. Again. Um, and I would 100% pick Leon over Jorge. I'm going to pick Leon over everybody they put against him. Just looking at the rankings in London. If they book, they have to put him on that card. They have no Patty. They got no Molly. They got no Aspinall. They got a fucking pay-per-view in London. That's your champion. He's English. He's defending the title there. He's not losing any of these people. I, he's not. If it's not Usman, and I was going to pick him. I mean, I think Usman could beat him and is the favorite, but if I... We're still going to pick him. So I got um, him losing that title to Chimeyev in like November. So Chimeyev's my champion. Mike. Ooh. So I'm assuming that 
Usman would have fought him at some point by the end of the year. I didn't even consider well, I don't the possibility. Know how, no, it's a rumor. And he's like wearing like he was wearing like a brace at some Russian MMA event. So now people are like they don't know. I also I also didn't consider the possibility of Chimeyev fighting Leon. So that's that's an interesting wrinkle. Um I'm gonna stay with my original pick that it would be Kamaru Usman who ends up uh with the belt back by the end of the year. I mean Look, it was an inspiring story. We still remember the the uh, the the pep talk that that Step Edwards, out of it, uh, Leon. yeah, yeah, that <laughs> Edwards uh, trainer gave him between the the fourth and the fifth round. But he was losing that fight. He was losing that fight big. He was losing every round in that fight. I was so awesome when he won. <laughs> right? so he happy. used he used all the turbo button. He hit R1 and triangle, and he got the shot of a lifetime off. All right? Um, if Usman can come back and Usman isn't diminished, I think Usman wins the rematch. I think every pick Mike has made, besides Peter Yan, and Peter Yan was interim champion, was the champions going into this year. Just looking at it. <laughs> no, Rose wasn't champ. At the start of uh... yeah, she was. Oh, she shit. was. Was she fucking was? Was, was Figueroa though, or was it Moreno? Figueroa was. Okay. I think Figueroa was. If not, he was. Cl- I mean, I'm just saying. I'm looking at these. Mike's well, really trying to rewind I'm, the clock. <laughs> I'm about to break that um, with the uh, the next pick. Okay, Mark, you got. Uh, I see what you wrote, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, I'm also going with Uzman. Um, and Kamzat is kind of the wild card. I, I was kind of thinking he would, but you reminded me that he missed weight so bad. So bad. <laughs> like, really so bad. bad. And I think the UFC would be dismissed to give him another shot, and it, he might screw it up again. Who knows? I, I think if Kazmat is still, at, if he has another fight at welterweight, and he's able to make weight, and maybe he fights Leon, you know, in England, even though I think they're probably going to, no, they might not be able to do it, like you said, he's injured. I, I think Yo, if they gave this dude Leon. a title shot off of missing weight Six by pounds, eight pounds yeah. or whatever. It would be insane. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm kind of with Michael. Like, I kind of think if Kazmat's not around, I think Usman definitely has a shot. I think they'll definitely want to do that rematch if, if Leon, you know, who, who knows who's going to fight in England, right? And if he fight somebody and is successful and he holds that belt. I think they're definitely want to do a rematch because that first fight was so spectacular, right? And then in such, you know, hysteronics. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was an amazing finish to a fight that he was very much losing. And I think if they do fight again, I think Uzman's not going to make the same mistake again. Um, and he could potentially become the new champion. So that's really Kazmat not being involved is kind of what led me to go to Uzman. Middleweight. Is Kamzat holding a second title? Let's find out. Um, current middleweight champion. It's Alex Pereira. Didn't see that shit coming, Mike. Uh, <laughs> that was so cool. Um, we didn't, but that guy, three seats to the his right lawyer? of did. His lawyer? Yeah, his lawyer was real happy. <laughs> um, does he just have his number, Mike? What's your pick? Or are we going to get the return of Bobby well, Knuckles champion? Well, those are two questions. The first question is, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I can say yes or no. All you can really say is three wins. The last two are by knockout. I mean, that kind of says it all right there. Okay. 
So, why, why, why you look? Why you looking? I, I honestly people? wasn't sure. I go ahead and make your pick. Sorry. <laughs> so my pick, it's a little out there, right? And also a little generalized. I think I'm cheating a bit. So my pick is, all right, whoever fights him first besides Izzy. That's not how that works. You got to make a pick. No, no, no. That's how that works. No, it's that's not. You're picking Robert, are you picking Robert Whitaker or not? <laughs> are you picking Robert Jones Whitaker or not, Mike? Let's just make it fucking I'm clear. Picking, okay. All right. I'll I'll narrow it down a bit for you. Besides, you gotta pick one. To one person. Yeah, to one person. All right, all right. No, 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 no. That's that's not how we play this game. Anyone who has a modicum of a I made this game pedigree. up. Here's how we play the game. You gotta pick one. <laughs> this is my idea. Take a pick. All right, all right. But let me just say, I truly do think anyone who has a modicum of wrestling ability who realizes, okay, don't stand with this guy. Bro, sure. you know, gonna, Izzy, Izzy Adesanya was taken on at will by Marvin Vittori in their first fight in that end of it. And then the next fight, no one can take him down. It's not out okay, of the question, was, this guy. That, that, that was Izzy Adesanya, not Alex Behavior. This is the guy who beat Alex, Have, Izzy Adesanya three times, though. Yeah, because Izzy wasn't taking him down. Okay, so make your pick. Anyway, anyway. I'm going to go with Robert Whitaker there since we go. you're making me not do my cool, you know, not a pick pick. I'm going to go with Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker will take him down and Robert Whitaker will not stand there with this dude who's got fucking ham hocks for hands. Mark, make your pick. Yeah, um, I'm going with Kazmat. There it this is. One. Um, <laughs> again, a lot of, you know, if he goes up to, to middleweight, which I think he probably should. Um, won't miss weight there. He won't miss weight. God, you say that and you really don't know. Um, it, it depends on who's the, the champion at that point, right? If Pierre, if Alex Pereira still is champion, I think Kazmat can, can be. I, I mean, honestly, I, I think Kazmat has the skills to beat most guys in these two weight divisions. What I will say to Alex Pereira's defense is that what I have noticed throughout watching MMA for as many decades as I have is that guys coming from strong striking backgrounds, namely kickboxing, I, I think is this is applies to the most, have been really able to excel themselves in mixed martial arts by just learning the basics of like takedown defense and you know, not really messing with those fields too much. But you can look at guys like Krokop, right? Not much of a grappler, but he knew how to underhook and get out of double legs. You know, when he was on the bottom, he knew the basics to stay out of it. Alex Pereira is a step above any of the kickboxers that we've seen come into mixed martial arts, right? I mean, maybe the closest you could put is like maybe over him because he won a Grand Prix, maybe Hunt because he also won a Grand Prix. These are like the most accomplished strikers, but like this is a guy in a weight division that had dominated. And for him to show the abilities that he has in this last year to kind of jump from being unranked to being the uh, champion is kind of unheard of. And I think if he can just, suture up these small little things I mean, again in that fight he got taken down twice one of them was his own mistake when he tried to take izzy down and it failed um and i think i can't remember the other takedown i think it was a pre and he i mean then he, izzy he took izzy down once so i think alex is making good strides i understand where mike's coming from completely he'd been grappling for a year and a half we were sitting in behind his teammate he's literally been grappling for a year and a half that was yeah, off a year and, and a half that's it and so, it kind of shows, I mean, look at what I, what I will say that I thought I was pretty impressed with, like, was his takedown defense. It was not easy for Izzy to take him down. I think he only took him down once of his own. Well, see, but what I'm saying is that that one time was him trying to take Izzy down. He fucked it up, right? Mm. So, like, 
if he doesn't make a mistake like that, like the guy trying to take him down, being able to complete the takedown, I've only seen kind of done once. So we'll see. But I, I get Mike's sentiment that like, oh, any good wrestler. I mean, because I think one thing Pro did not look good at was getting back up. Once he got on the ground, he was kind of fucked. Right? And I think a lot of these wrestlers are like, okay, once I can get this guy down, he ain't getting back up. I'm going to run shop on him and potentially finish the fight. So it's interesting. This is another division that has a lot of kind of nuance to it where we don't really know the champion doesn't seem super strong at maintaining that belt because his skill set isn't super varied just yet but um and i kind of that's why i think maybe kamzak can come in here and steal a thing but we'll see that's kind of a long shot too um so you got uh, who are you taking kamzak yeah Correct. this guy's still gonna be champion in a year that's what i'm going with he's knocking everybody out I think what you just said has got something to it. And because I think Hamzat is going to be a welterweight, which stupidly, I believe, let me be clear about that, because this guy, two of his first three UFC wins was at middleweight. So I'm really punting it here, but I got Pereira holding on to this title. I would not be surprised if Izzy beat him at all. I respect him for I wanting to be. do it again. huh? I would be. I'd be a little surprised. He was winning. He was up three rounds to one. Like on he every was, scorecard. But, <laughs> yeah, I just I would still be surprised. I don't I don't know if coming in the second fight he's gonna feel more confident having gotten lost to this guy three times in one time being in the sport that he thought would finally get. And he's got the right game. attitude. We'll see. Sure. Making excuses. I, I appreciate that about Izzy. Light heavyweight, there's no champion. Um, okay. I was thinking I was gonna be bold and saying Izzy was gonna move up and be champion of this. I think I do think Izzy's gonna be champion of this weight class one day. I still think that. But I'm concerned if you move to light heavyweight, Alex would just move up and take the title from him again. So um, I'm going to go with actually Ankalaev. I think Ankalaev was the champion. I think he is the champion. I thought he won that fight. Well, the real champion is Yuri Prohaska. But fucking, I don't know what's going on there. I got Ankalaev, though. Don't think is I don't I think he would take I think it's him or Yuri, realistically, and I think Yuri gets taken down a bunch by this dude. So got Ankalaev. Mark, who do you got? Yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, obviously, because we have no champion now, we know it's going to be Glover or um, Jamal Hill next. So then it's like another title. Warlord is threatening Dana White. Uncle Live's getting a title shot. Warlord's threatening Dana White. (laughs) Uncle Live's getting a title shot. Yuri, stay at home. (laughs) I mean, I I think if Jamal wins, I think uh, Uncle Live has a really good shot at being him. But Glover, I'm just, I I don't, that'd be an interesting fight. How do you not give Yuri a title shot? If he's coming back oh, in like well, July. I think he's just like, how injured is he? He's acting like he's going to come back in July. And I'm like, you could have come back in July and you you gave up the fucking title? What, okay, why? So just, I'm just <laughs> going to go ahead and copy his name here and put that in there. Now, that was really my personal question. Like, how long is this shoulder He's injury? coming back, it sounds like. He said it was overall like nine months. And I'm just like, okay. that's July. So I have Yuri. Um, I do. I mean, Bob, I think you make a great point with um, Ankalaev. Because like. Those are the two Yuri, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yuri really has a problem getting taken down i think that glover fight was not i mean look it was a fantastic fight and i think it's really because he did not perform how i expected him to perform and it made it a much tougher fight for him um but i do think he's extremely skilled and as long as he can negate some of the ground stuff i think he'll have a good shot because i think stand-up he's just a master class you know i think he's really difficult to tie down and to really anticipate where he's going to be throwing strikes and the uh, you know veracity that he fights with in the stand-up is really something to behold so i'll go with yuri but injuries and stuff like that kind of make it a little bit of an iffy and then you know he 
he'll have to fight Glover again or um, Jamal, and I think he can win those fights. Um, so we'll see. Um. All right, uh, Mike. It's uh, Mike Stern. Yeah, Mike, who do you got? Uh, I'm going with Ankalaev. Um, although, man, there's literally no one in this. Uh, there's literally no one champ right now. It's kind of weird. I hope it's. I hope it's. Um, what's his name's champion by the end of the year? Still, well, the guy Ohaska? fighting Glover. No, I hope it's. I hope it's going to be uh, a fucking um, Jamal Hill. I want Jamal Hill that, to be champion. That'd be. Fucking I would love That'd it. I would so love cool. Jamal Hill to be champion. I like Jamal Hill a lot already. I think he's a very good fighter. This is not necessarily deserving this title shot. Um, but I think like, Glover is going to be tough, and then it's like after that he's only going to. They're asking to go beat Glover in Brazil too. That's a tough ask. Yeah, man. that's a that's that's a very tough ask. And then it's like, who is he? Is he fighting Yuri next? If he beats Yuri, that's fantastic. If he beats Ankalov, that's amazing. I, I'm with you. Bob. This weight class is getting Hill interesting, bro. This weight class is getting pretty interesting. There's like we've had a like yeah. you look at the top of it. We've kind of washed out the old guard, except for Glover. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. Anthony Smith is not even that old; he just already has a title shot. That's the thing, right? But yeah. I'm looking no, at the top I, I ten. Like it's some, there's some dudes, man, and there's you know some young cats in there. Finally, we getting some stuff happening in light heavyweight. Um, Yeri versus Izzy would be so cool if we can make that happen at some point. Yeah, just in great. general, if we could just write down those two names, put them each, put them in scenarios next to each other physically, that maybe we could start a feud. Let's just you know. Come on, UFC. Let's just make it happen. Let's parent trap them into the same room and have them talk some shit. They're both such martial artists. It wouldn't go well. No. Yeah, I don't think Yuri talks a lot. No, of shit and, and Izzy talks but... shit, but Izzy's shit still like respects the guy's martial art ability and shit. He's one of those guys. Damn it. We should still do it. It'd be a good fight. Um, heavyweight championship. Francis Ngannou's knocking out John Jones this year. I got. I don't think Francis Ngannou's leaving. So I got Francis Ngannou. It's him or John Jones for me. Realistically. This is a weird weight class, guys. It's a weird fucking weight class. Cyril Gaon is so good, too. Can we get John? Pay somebody to fight John Jones. <laughs> Anybody, okay? I got, I got Francis still holding on to that title. I'm enjoying how unhappy they are that he's their champion. Which is wild to me. Mike. And with that said, I believe... They find a way to pay John Jones. John Jones beats whichever dude they throw at him first, either Cyril Gaon or Stipe, whatever, you know. John Jones uses that guy as a tune-up fight. How, how confident right? are you realistically in either of those fights for John Jones? Uh, given how much, it. how big they are and how last time he fought anybody. All right. I've got to be cocky because then this connects to my bold prediction. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tune-up fight. Tune-up fight for Mr. Bones. Tune-up. Greatest heavyweight ever. Surreal gone or Stipe, whichever. He uses it to uh-uh-uh. Kick the rust off, right? And then later on in the year, he fights the other jabroni, right? Boom, bang, boom. Knocks off a bit more rust. And then he fights... Mr. Frenchman, when he wins, he's got wait. Mr. Cameroonian, when he wait, 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 wait. This dude has to. This guy's got to be. Yo, my man, can you let me? No, no, I'm sorry, Mike. I gotta interrupt you. Your equation is that he's gonna beat the. He's gonna he's gonna beat a top three guy and not get a title shot immediately. Well, UFC don't like him. They're gonna make him earn it. They like him more than like John. Like Francis. (laughs) Anyway, before I was rudely interrupted, I have John Jones. Beating Francis Ngannou for the heavyweight championship of the world. I'd just be happy to see that fight. Mark, what's your pick? 
I mean, this one's tough again because there's a lot of politics going on. Where I mean, one, I, I probably would pick Francis if I knew for sure he signed a contract, right? And I'm, a, I'm and my understanding is he has not yet. Yeah, correct. he's a free agent right now, walking around apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so Allegedly. I mean, that's my biggest concern. If if it, everything else was equal, if it's like, yeah, he signed a contract, he's at least fighting out throughout throughout the rest of the year. I would pick him to win. I think it, a fight with him and John Jones is really compelling, but I would still pick him to win. I don't think that's going to happen because of what Francis has stated of what he wants in his contract. The UFC is not going to budge on that stuff. So I think he's probably going to bounce. Um, but I, don't so think then, that, I don't think the fight is there. I think Tyson's gone. I don't think that's a fight anymore for him. That's the I thing. Mean, I, I think what he I, wants is the gone. That's why I, I think mean, he's might, staying. That's the only reason. You think he's going to say because the, the other opportunities? <laughs> he's not young. Because. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think if Francis stays, he'll probably remain the champion. But I, I don't think he's going to. And you might be right. It might be because the Tyson Fury fight's completely off the table because he's he's kind of moved on from it. Um, and if that is really the case and it's like, well, he doesn't have that, what is he going to do, right? I mean, he could go to one of these small organizations, but like he's not going to get paid as much. Um, one would have to assume. So really, I'm looking at the rest of the division and potentially John Jones, and that's iffy too. There hasn't been anything booked, and we have to see how he performs, right? It honestly, I could see John Jones not doing great at heavyweight. I feel like the few times at light heavyweight where he's been matched up with guys that physically kind of have similar attributes with the reach, he has not done particularly well. When you look at Gustafson in particular, and some like dude, fucking Reyes. Reyes, yeah, dude, Reyes does yeah. not look like Reyes anymore, and he almost took the title. So I think when you have a really big guy who has similar attributes, I think John has like the log largest reach, right? The wingspan's the largest. So I don't think anyone's going to beat him there potentially. But at least when it comes to weight, you know, if he fights a guy like uh, Cyril Gone, I think he's in trouble. Stipe could be interesting. Uh, I think Sergey is kind of a dark horse in all this. I'm almost tempted to pick him. Um, but it's a little past the veil to to think he's going to be able to continue his surge of just first round knockouts. So I'm going to go with Serial Gone. Um, but there's just there's there's a lot of things up in the air right now to really make it really difficult to give you like an educated guess because I don't Jones, know what's happening with Francis. Jones is 84 and a half inch reach, which is mm -hmm. the longest current reach, followed by okay. Ngannou at 83. Okay. Uh, the large uh, eight. Oh, sorry, Pavlovich is also eighty. Is Pavlovich is eighty four. Oh. Pavlovich is good too. Yeah, uh, that's that's my dark horse for sure. Sergey, it's, it's hard. Sergey Spivak is good too. That's another one. They have Pavlovich mm -hmm. and Spivak. It's, it's coming up. Dan Christensen, longest reach in UFC history. Feel they probably just made a mistake measuring okay. eighty five. <laughs> Brock was something like that too. Brock has a Brock had some fucking oh, weird fucking fuck. Brock was a Bobby. Too. That was gonna be my big joke. I was gonna say like, "Oh, the Beast Incarnate." You guys get all excited. Brock's gonna come back and win the belt. I was gonna, of course, he's not. He's not coming back. Nah, Brock but, too like, old. <laughs> the field's kind of open in a way, right? Like if uh, Ngannou's out, who the hell knows about Stipe? This if is like really this is the, the one way class who... that feels like it's not in the healthiest place. I, I don't know. Do you sure. think there's some good stuff? I mean, there's some guys. Mike, what do you think? There's a couple of young guys coming, and young is a relative term. You know, but, like, I mean, Aspinall, I guess. Depends on what he comes back after the knee injury. Maybe um, either Sergey or Pavlovich or Spivak. But I don't know, man. I feel the other way class has got more stuff going on. What do you think, Mike? Look, you know, sometimes uh, division can be a little bit in in transition. 
Uh, we're seeing that, like we just talked about with light heavyweight, where there's a lot of interesting matchups and there's a lot of new blood outside of uh, Teixeira. Um, we're kind of just in that phase with uh, with heavyweight. Um, I don't think it's it's necessarily a bad thing. I just think that's just the state of things right now. Um, it also doesn't help that some of the guys that you thought, oh, like uh, this might be an interesting title fight. You know, they ended up losing. Like Tuivas ended up losing. You know, Aspin- Aspinall got got hurt. So it kind of is what it is. Um, I'll be interested to see where the division is in about a year from now. But for right now, you know, outside of maybe the top three or four, um, there's really not that much to be looking forward to um, in terms of title picture. Man, it almost feels like heavyweight and women's. I'm not counting women's featherweight because fucking whatever. Um, women's is women's bantamweight also feels a little uh, ho hum these days. I think too, right? I don't know what's even out there because it seems like Amanda's baptized all these women already. Yeah. Um, heavyweight and women's bantamweight seem like the ones that you know could a little bit of jolt. And then again, men's heavyweight could probably use um, arguably the best fighter ever. Showing up and he's trying to. At this point, it sounds like yeah. he's ready to go. Um, I think that really boosts that division. And, and, and I feel no pity for heavyweight. They're they're always going to move numbers to some extent because it is the heaviest guys, the baddest man. On oh the yeah, planet, there's been so many pay per views with like a random that. heavyweight fight that we're like, what the fuck? Why? You know, why is this yeah. here? Like, like we got like a welterweight banger yeah. on a prelim, but okay, like you know. But there's some guys. There's gone in Sergey's, and you know, there's some interest so there, but not go- not mega stars. Man, we almost the prophecy almost came through with Taito Ivasa. He clipped gone for a moment there, man. We almost had it. We almost Fantastic had it. Fight. What a good fight. Um yeah. All right. Um and before we make our big predictions, gonna be a couple of random bold predictions we have for this year. One, two, one at least one from each of us, maybe more. Just a quick uh quick uh, quick update on Damar. Uh his vitals came back normal. They have put him to sleep to put a breathing tube down his throat. And they are currently running tests. This is as of 20 minutes ago from Jordan Rooney, who is uh, his marketing rep and friend. So people are kind of running with that story. So anyway, um, all right, some bold predictions. And we're going to have at least one from each of us. So um, I'm going to go first with I don't think Dana White's going to be doing what he's doing with the UFC a year from now. Seems like less of a bold claim, I guess, considering he just smacked his wife. On video for the whole fucking world to see uh, 48 hours ago. But that's uh, that's what I think. I don't think he needs to do this anymore. He kind of seems sick. He kind of seems annoyed with all of us. The fans, the media, everybody. Um, it makes more money than God. And maybe he does want to go prove that his stupid slap fight league is going to work, which I don't know what the future of that fucking thing is right now. Um, but I do think he's done. I thought I thought he was I thought I thought he's been done for a couple of years now. He looks he, post Fertitta, it kind of felt like he was done. Um, then again, he just you know helped them fucking. He's printing money, the whole sports printing money, the UFC's printing money. This was his dream to be on ESPN. So, but I think he's gone. That's one of that's my, one of my bold predictions. Mike, what do you got? Uh, I think that's 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 a pretty good one. Um, yeah. In terms of being bold, do I think it's going to happen? No. Um, well, why are you saying my, it? You got to at least think at least you got to think it's more likely than not, I hope. <laughs> uh mine I kind of blew my blew my load with my promo earlier. Okay. Um 
my I basically said what mine was. Uh, John Jones fights at least twice, wins the belt in the latter part of the year. While that doesn't, I, while that doesn't necessarily sound so crazy, considering at one point John Jones was considered the greatest fighter um, in the UFC and arguably the greatest fighter ever, I would say. Um, him being able to actually fight on a consistent basis over the last what three to four years at this point um that just hasn't been the case whether it be because of just his own personal demon issues or financial issues with the with the ufc he hasn't fought in a long time and you know i mean it's also bold because i think he's never he's never had a fight at heavyweight right um they've no. all been at light heavyweight yeah man he's got no belt he's got no j he's got a different gym he's got no fucking family around him i guess because no. he had that whole situation where he allegedly hit his wife or oh, yeah, fiance right, right, or whatever that whole situation he's out at a new team over at fight ready it sounds like with uh henry Cejudo and the all the other lost toys that he seems to mold or something i don't know what's going on with henry Cejudo over there but uh no but yeah so and when if he comes back and it will be at heavyweight i mean i joked around of you know him you know having tuna fights against surreal gone and stipe miosic but if he comes back at heavyweight he's he's not getting easy fights he, he he's not getting you know alexander volkov and to call that an easy fight is a discredit to alexander volkov but he's not getting like a bottom 10 type guy he's getting one of the championship contenders right off the bat uh coming off many years of not fighting so do it, it's i would say it's pretty far out there to say he's gonna be champ but it'd be nice Mark, what's your? I'll give you a bold prediction here, buddy. But as a reminder, so, uh, some of by the way, as a reminder, some of our bold predictions last year. Mine was John Jones versus Ngannou would happen at Madison Square Garden. Nope. Um, Mar Mark's. I'm reading this. It sounds like Mark ma uh, predicted a tag team match between no, the Diaz no, brothers. No, no. Is that, the way you the way it was written was Nick and Nate versus Jake and Logan. Yeah, Maybe yeah, individual it, it, fights. Yeah, then. Bobby, not a freaking tag team. Oh yeah, because that's that far from what we actually what you're actually booking here. They, they, I think they have a brother versus brother boxing match where they individually one at a time fight each other. Not together. <laughs> Does Logan is Logan fighting anybody anymore? Or no, he, no, Logan tore every ligament. Logan's hurt. Yeah, yeah, that was a good match for wrestling. That was now, a great so. match, honestly. Um, and then uh, Mike, I liked Mike's pick last year because it was hilarious. Why? Because Mike coupled this. Mike, this is you got a, the whole story here. Mike said Glover defends his belt three times, which by itself, okay, didn't happen, obviously, because he defended it. But seems reasonable. Not okay. Like the, the but boldest. right next to it, Mike also predicted who won't be the champion by the end of the year was Glover. So, and we <laughs> clarified, Mike. Mike, That's are you true. saying Glover's going to have three successful defenses and then also lose the title in there? And Mike said, yes, he will. This 42-year-old man's going to fight four times. <laughs> four times. That's bold, baby. We thought Glover was going to retire as champion at one point. Like, maybe he's going to win the belt and just retire this week. We don't know. <laughs> Mike's like, nah. He's looking for his most active year since, like, 2003. <laughs> That's bold, man. Um, okay, so, um, Marcus, did I... 
I, I, I took you off the reservoir. What do you got so far, buddy? Before we throw our other random ones in, what's your bold prediction? Yeah, um, my bold prediction. I think it's going to go this way, but I could see multiple different avenues depending on how successful Power Slap is. Oh, fuck, I had a Power I Slap think one too. <laughs> by the end of the year, there will be a Power Slap pay per view. Power Slap versus UFC. <laughs> and we get some nice old UFC washouts that got no chin left to get smacked around. No, we got to bump up them power. And Ganu versus whatever butter beating looking fuck it was heavyweight champion like, of Power Slap. <laughs> more like Overeem for sure. Even though it's not UFC. I, 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 I can see a couple different avenues for this. Either Power Slap goes off, like it's a huge hit, which I could. I think it's real. I think it's. I think that's gonna happen. <laughs> I think it's a very. I think it's a very stupid. I don't even like calling it a sport, but a, a stupid competition. And I would. I would hope it would fail, but I do think there's a good chance it will succeed. And I do think there's a good chance that if it does get enough notoriety, and they can pay people enough money, they can garner a lot of other athletes to participate in promotional like statuses. Like I could easily see WWE versus power slap NFL versus power slap, because like I imagine if they throw out how much money do you have to pay a retired NFL lineman? Let's say he was hall of famer. So I'm sure there's lots of those big grubby guys. And then it's like, we'll pay you 50 grand. You slap this guy three or four times. He slaps you a few times. That's 50 grand in your pocket. Like, I think that is compelling to a certain amount of athletes who know, like, I don't need to train. I don't need to do shit. I need to show up and smack some dude around for a little bit. And I get 50 G's, 100 G's, whatever the case may be. And I think, too, if it gets popular enough, you know, which I, I, I do think it could. I think it absolutely could because we've already seen that it has gone somewhat viral on YouTube and stuff with the Russia thing. I think if it's produced enough and all that stuff, I, I do feel like there could be other. Bro, did you, did you see the car jujitsu video I sent you the other day? This that was amazing. Yeah. I'm the, just what was that? the car jujitsu video. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's next, baby. Russia that's coming is, soon. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. There's some, uh, well, that, that's something to unpack on another day. We're not already over an hour, but uh, yeah, I think a power slap UFC crossover pay per view event can happen. I think it's potentially even likely, or even having other crossover sport athletes, I think would be a big boon for power slap. And I think there's a lot of just like big dudes or even ladies who are like, I can absolutely do that. I think there's a lot of armchair quarterbacks for a lot of sports. And I think power slap is going to be one that everyone's going to think like, look, I, I can take a hit. I could slap someone around. And I think there's going to be a lot of other athletes probably who, you know, the money isn't coming in anymore. They're retired. This is a way to get your name out there. I don't know. I see a lot of avenues where this could potentially be uh, one somewhat lucrative for people and two, horribly damaging too i could absolutely see some nfl people who've already been you know knocked a few screws loose going in there and then just getting you know some huge samoan dude just you know palm strikes you right in the chin and you flop over <laughs> and you know <laughs> you made your money but now there's there's a nice viral video of I, you just now, uh, 
a guy so big, think of a big lineman getting knocked out. Forrest tries to grab him, but he's so big he knocks Forrest over. Now, okay, that's now, going Mark, viral, baby. I don't think they're able to just e Honda just palm strike you in the nose. I think it has to be a straight up slap. Like it, they can't be out here like Boss Rooted in '95. Oh, Mike, they absolutely can't be Boss Rooted in '95. <laughs> if it was, if the rules mandated that it had to be like this part of your hand, like under your knuckles, not the palm, that I would agree with you. But that is obviously not a rule. <laughs> These dudes are just. Pancrase striking each other unguarded, <laughs> knocking each other out, and the people love it. So that's my prediction. A, a power slap pay-per-view, and I think if they do a pay-per-view, it's got to be a crossover. It's got to be, because I think they, they're going to have so many power slaps going on. Just like a champion versus champion is not going to be enough. They have to get outside combat sports, sport figureheads to throw their hat in the ring and get slapped around. I mean, Mark really pushes it. I thought he got just saying this stupid thing is going to be successful, but I guess that's not bold enough. I think this will happen. And I think we'll talk about in the pay-per-view that we won't buy it, but we are intrigued. Oh, we're never giving these people <laughs> money ever again. I can't we won't I, this, buy this, the power slap. I, I can't I can't give these people money. I, the, the, I mean, Mark, and Mike, Mark and I had like a conversation about like the scenario in which we give the UFC money. Okay. 80 bucks. 80 bucks. And I said, if we get people to watch this fucking, if we get another, if we, if we get one more good fight on the main card of this Islam versus uh, Alex fight, the fight card, right? You give us like a banger third fight beyond the two title fights. And Mark and other people where we can split this five ways, <laughs> at least come to my house, then I will give the UFC money. Just fuck you. Just fuck you. All right, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Hey, fuck eighty dollars. Fuck you, eighty dollars, and the fucking ESPN Plus price went up. Why do we pay for ESPN Plus, Mike? Did we? Why do we renew it? Honest question. Uh, <laughs> obedience. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And we are Fight Pass subscribers. For now, it's <laughs> true. For, for the next year, <laughs> I I'm literally signed up for it and hit cancel in less than thirty seconds. Oh, that's just saving. That's just, just saving like, nope. your butt for later. You don't want to. <laughs> We're not renewing this yet. Um. Okay. Um. Another bold pick. Any uh, round twos? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Anybody got any other wild shit? I was gonna say. Um, the all. Do we believe the senator is going to introduce the Ali Act? Is this actually going to go anywhere? Because this fucking government doesn't accomplish anything, right, Mike? Like, why do we should we think the Ali Act well, is going to? In introducing something is one thing. Having an actual thought, it's going to go somewhere. That's that's a little different. Yeah, um, I was going to say that, man. That's not going to. We're getting. We're moving at a glacial pace at this fucking lawsuit. We're fucking. You know, picking Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul is not a bold prediction at this point. I think we all think that is going to happen. Um. Okay. I don't know. You got anything, Mike? I'm trying to think of another one. I've got nothing. Else. I mine are either okay, pre I got I, I, mine are preposterous or not that big. Is the thing? No, I think go preposterous. Because I'm literally I'll, saying I'll, I'll a current you... UFC champion is going to get arrested. You, you know, I'm just oh, living God. in the moment, Bobby. I'm just enjoying national. You know. I think a current UFC champion is going to get arrested. That might be even money, quite frankly. It might be a big favorite. I think I'm going to have a chip. We're gonna, we're gonna, 
It's gonna be, and it's gonna be for. It's not gonna be a good one. It's a not current, gonna be a DUI. A current champ is gonna current be champion. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's let's. A current just champion or John Jones. That's, that's my that's my right. variable. Knew, or John Jones. With you. All right, you know what? Let me add to my bold prediction. John Jones will fight at least twice. He'll win the bet in the latter part of the year, right? right? With me so far? <laughs> and then he will be stripped of the title sometime in November or December because he got into himself into another little oopsie with the law. My, my, Mark, real quickly, what has Mike picked at who's going to be champion at the end of the year? John Joe. He's a he's the guy at the craps table that's picking, you know, the odds and the evens. You know, like either way, I'm, I'm gonna try to win. And okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's just stop talking because I wrote I wrote a reading what Mark has written for his next predict next thing. Let's mm-hmm. go, Mark. Let's just go. So it. my season. I mean, look, I can't I can't I can't get off this this power slap. This is gonna change the world. We're gonna become a power slap podcast for sure. <laughs> And you know what? I think these guys, they got their head on straight, even though it's been slapped around as a profession. <laughs> they will get a fighters union going because they'll probably need it more than these other guys because they're taking unsolicited. Slappers union, Mark. Blows. It's a slappers, slappers union. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be rules about how many slaps they could take in a season, how many times they get knocked out. And ultimately, when they do this power slap versus UFC pay-per-view, they're going to be making buco buckos, baby. They're going to get a high percent of that pay-per-view. And I think, too, if there is a power slap versus UFC pay-per-view, I think it's going to be priced at like 30 bucks. It's going to be a nice price. We're all going to feel like it's going to Bobby's going to be like, we're stupid for not doing this. We can't get a UFC pay-per-view. Mark, is your th- half the oh, I got a question. Is Mark, is your third bold prediction going to be that this It's I'm Amazing becomes it's slap of amazing <laughs> it becomes a power slap podcast? Yeah, it's slap classical. I mean, there's it's gonna there's, be a power slap podcast. At I this mean, point. Bobby, if we're if we're being real, like we should get on the power slap game. Dude, we could be now. the power slap podcast. Exactly, there's so many MMA exactly. podcasts. There's gonna be so there's gonna be such a groundswell of trying to get just content for power slap. TBS is not gonna be able to fill the void, and we need to jump in there and really talk about the nuances of power slap on a day to day. Now, that's the last one I got. I mean, it'd be. I don't think that one's actually going to happen, obviously, but it would be so fucking funny if it did. I got a, uh, I got another one. All right, hit it on us. Conor right. McGregor is going to get a welterweight title shot. I think I also wrote that last year. <laughs> By the way, but I'm going to say Conor McGregor might get a middleweight title shot. Quite frankly, the way this this dude is hitting the weights. <laughs> Ooh, can you put also as a bold prediction? Conor McGregor will pass a drug test. Do we should put the word drug test in quotes? With that, yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a great exercise, guys. There's no stakes. We've all gone. If somehow Mark is the most ridiculous, I feel out of all of us. That being said, out of all of this, they're going to get the union. Then the UFC fighters are going to be like, "Oh, if I go on this." pay-per-view i get in the fighters union i get all these great benefits it's in my best interest to do this it works itself out mike you got another one oh sorry mark you have another one no i think that's enough it's a power slap deviance um yeah okay well that was it for the first podcast of this year um and uh well not sorry first 
MMA portion of our podcast. We're going to do the stuff we like, and then uh, be probably a little bit quick considering we're already an hour and a half in. But I'll lead it off. Uh, do we have actually? We didn't do it last week either. For the first time, we missed putting a fight into the catalog. So mm-hmm. we're going to skip it this week, also. But never again that. shall we miss this because <laughs> someone's got to remind sure. me. I, I got one in the chamber for yeah, next okay. week. So we'll, we'll do it for next. There. We'll have them ready for next week. MMA in general, we took a big break from, it seems like, these past couple weeks. It's the holidays. If you're listening to this, they're so thankful we I mean, put anything out. Last, yeah. Monday, last Monday was Kwanzaa, bro. Like Harambe. We're working. Respect, we're working, respect baby. Respect the holiday. Um, all right. Stuff we like. Um, I'll go. I'm a little bit late on this because I'm they're on the third season and I just watched the first season. Uh, Jack Ryan um, mm. on Amazon. Mike, you've you watched this show at least some of it, right? You watch all of it? Uh, I watched the first season, and I haven't watched this the next two. Okay, and I think it's just called Jack Ryan the show. Um, yep. So I'm one of those people who's a big fan of the Jack Ryan movies, at least the four that I have seen. I have not seen the one with um, Captain Kirk. Um, uh, Jack uh, Recruit, it's called or something, I think. Um, oh, the new Captain Kirk. Yeah, whoever you know, what I'm talking about the movie though, right? Chris Where, Pine. what? His name is Chris Pine. Yeah, what? What I'm trying to think. What's the uh, name of the flick he was in? Um, Shadow Recruit. Something there it like is, that. Shadow Recruit. But I'm a big fan. But the other ones, Hunt for Red October, which was Alec Baldwin. Uh, the two with Harrison Ford, Patriot Games, and Clear and Present Danger. And then uh, I really enjoyed the Affleck one too, quite frankly. Some of all fears. Um, big fan of all those movies. Uh, me and my dad actually both really enjoy, both enjoyed those movies a lot. I just kind of put off watching this movie for this show for a while. Watched the entire first season. I there's things I like, and Mike, you've watched the show. There's other things where I'm just like, the number of high profile government meetings where like he just whispers something under his breath, and then people go, "What's that? Who said that?" It's like he stands up and goes, "It's uh, me, Jack Ryan. It's me, Jack Ryan." And then he just says something that's the logical thing and human thing to do at times. The number, that's what kind of felt like a trope they played on a bunch, Mike. Um, I think I talked also, like we were talking like a week or so ago when we were talking about that show on Netflix with the the pretty boy CIA agent. Um, uh, yeah, the, the, the recruit, recruit. Where I told you, I don't know how to take this show seriously with how they treat the government agencies. Um, obviously, this show is not a joke. The Jack Ryan show it feels like it's treated a little bit more seriously. Um, I enjoy that, but there was some of that where I was just like, all right, man, like he, he, I get it. People know he's a competent person. Now we just put him in meetings where he's the only one with a good idea. It's kind of weird. Um, but, uh, dude's a, uh, he's believable as a tough guy. Um, John Krasinski did not expect that. Um, no, he's done other stuff since the office ended, but I don't think I've watched a lot of it besides I saw the, I saw a quiet place and I saw him. I- I can't remember if you are one of the people who are like, I can't watch this show because I can't just unsee him as Jim from the office. I mean, I, I don't know saw, if you are one of those people. Look, man, we have an hour and a half podcast every week and we've done 500 of them. I might have said those words. Let's just be <laughs> honest. It's playing the odds here, bro. Um, but I think uh, he's good in this. I think he's really good in this. I The, the show does not look like it was cheap, um, which is good. Um but yeah, I enjoyed him in it. Um, 
Him as Jack Ryan, and I, I'm trying to think the dude's name. Guy from The Wire. Um, Wendell Pierce. Wendell Pierce. There it is. Wendell Pierce. Really good in this show. Um, also, as like his boss. Um, yeah. And uh, solid show. I'm going to watch season two. You know, I'm going to keep it going. I think season three just came out, right, Mike? I think. I Re- believe it did. I may I may actually rewatch season one because it's been so long since I've seen it. I may actually try to get back into the show. Ah, it's, uh, it's, it's you know, like an exciting thriller, I guess. Action thriller sometimes, man. It's going to go after some bad guys. Um, Mike, what do you got this week? Uh, it's not going to be something I like. It's going to be something for you guys to stay away from. Um, you two, uh, you two got ladies. Maybe your ladies will want you to watch the Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles led movie. Uh, don't worry, darling for, uh, for, for you ladies and you, uh, men out there who are like me, who love you some Hollywood gossip. Uh, Don't Worry Darling is the movie from this past summer that caused a whole bunch of drama between uh, Florence Pugh, otherwise known as the new Black Widow in in Marvel. Um, Yelena Belova is her name in uh, the MCU. Uh, Harry Styles, obviously from One Direction, and Olivia Wilde from being hot for the last 20 years. there was a lot of uh, drama because uh, Florence Pugh was doing absolutely no promotion for this movie because, uh, I guess, of drama that happened on set in regards to Olivia Wilde just making out with Harry Styles all over the place while she was still, I guess, kind of, sort of, you know, married to Jason Sudeikis. Um, and also drama of apparently Olivia Wilde just straight up lying about Shia LaBeouf being a menace on on the set, and that's why she had to quote unquote protect Florence Pugh from Shia. In which Shia then showed the receipts of uh, Olivia just talking massive, sh- well not massive shit, but talking shit about Florence and begging him to come back. Anyway, I watched that movie with my girlfriend over the weekend, and Florence Pugh was very good in the movie. Everything else about that movie was dog shit. She's really good at everything. Yeah, she's a very good actor. That's what I came away from this movie. Uh, I came away with this movie thinking, whoa, she is a really good actor. If I still think she was great in this and this was a piece of hot garbage. Did you ever see the um, uh, Soraya Page movie? I haven't yet. No, uh, I saw that movie. With my family. Yeah, I saw that with Steph, and um, we kind of were just like, okay, let's go see this movie about this wrestler we all know the story of. And the movie is okay, but I remember when we came out of it, I told them I was just like, Steph, she really pulled that off. She was really good, and he thought the same thing. He's like, yeah, she was really good in this, you know, weird little wrestling movie. And since then, then she was fucking brilliant in uh, Hawkeye, it was hilarious, you know. So, no, she's a really good actress. I don't. St- I'm not seeing that movie. But I, yeah, don't watch yeah, it. I have Do no not interest. watch There's it. Not enough money. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no way. It just looks such a bad. It looks like a bad time for everybody. They didn't look. I have a good time making the fucking movie. I'm gonna have a good time watching it. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's a bit much. Um, Marcus, what do you got this week? Yeah, just a few things, really quick. Um, started watching the YouTube channel. Now, this one's been recommended 
on my feed for like years and I caught a thing or two every now and then, but I've actually been watching a lot more of it this last weekend. Um, game grumps, probably like one of the more well-known kind of video game channels. You've talked um, about think, it on here. Did, did we? Yeah. You did, have for sure. Did, did yeah. You, I don't, I haven't, either I you, really you, haven't watched either you or Stefan definitely talked about it. I remember this. I've hmm. never heard of it besides you. I don't think okay. so. Um, I mean, basically, there's a video with Matt Mercer from Critical Role, and we watched that, and then we just kind of just stumbled into some of their other videos. Uh, another YouTube channel that's been around for freaking ever, so there's just like years and years of content. Um, so I've been enjoying that. Probably the bigger thing I've gone into in this last week, and this actually you know, kind of started last week with Christmas, uh, Christine kind of opened a Pandora's box, something that I've been interested in for a while. I've talked about it on the show multiple times, but I never really dipped a toe fully in the hobby um and that's warhammer 40k stuff she got me two uh sets of uh one of space marines and one of tau little miniature fighter guys and uh this last week and i started putting together the space marines and i've really been enjoying that um making them in and of themselves is kind of like making a like little really easy model kits where you're kind of assembling the different guys and gluing them together and then you know the next thing we're going to do is paint them up and at this point i've already gotten a few more i'm thinking about how i'm gonna build my armies and stuff this was really something that from afar i was like you know this seems cool i don't know if i'll ever get into it mostly because you know these little sets of dudes are like insanely expensive you know i think the ones that she got me which probably what i would have done for myself getting into it are like they're not insanely ex expensive for how much they charge for little guys, but they come with a lot. So it's like you're getting a good bang for your buck. Like the ones I got are basically 10 dudes. I think they cost 60 bucks. So it's like six dudes a miniature, which is kind of a lot. Um, but then you have other ones where you're paying for like one captain and he's like 85 bucks or something. I think a lot of it has, to, I mean, sometimes these models are bigger. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with just the game itself. They're worth more points in the Warhammer game, which that aspect of it, I'm not that interested in actually playing. I'm not really interested in like going and, and getting codexes and learning how to play the game. I just like the little models and I like the lore behind them. And I think that shit is really interesting. And obviously, we talked about a few weeks ago, um, Henry Cavell? Cavell? I always fuck that dude's name up. Cavill? Cavill. Cavill. Of course. Yes, of course. Henry Cavill. I don't know why I always think it's pronounced differently. You know, we'll see what that's up with Amazon. But like, I've always been interested in, I don't even know what you call it, the franchise, the series. Um, and now that I've dipped my toe and I've got a couple, I'm going to paint them up and it can become really addicting. You know, there's a lot of people that are just on this side of the hobby where it's just getting dudes, assembling them and painting them and making all the little customizations on them. It can get quite in depth. So, I've been enjoying it, though. It's been really fun. Um, but again, it has been something that I've been cautiously kind of avoiding because there's this, you know, I have enough fandoms that I, I bleed money into. You know, sometimes it's just like I don't need to get into more, but I have been really enjoying it. So I'm doing Space Marines right now and I, I want to get more Tau. I don't know about some of the other, you know, armies and stuff like that, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, this kind of goes on for a while, but we'll see. We'll see. But so far, I've been enjoying it. So it's, it's been a fun uh, little hobby exercise. You know, um, it's not like painting minis is new. Um, we have a ton of D&D &D and Pathfinder ones that I've gone unpainted. But there is something about this that I'm a little more energized to kind of dive into. So we'll see. It's been fun. 
All right. Uh, I'll be back next week, guys. We're going to talk about some fights, actually, it sounds like. There's some fights happening next weekend. I'm not sorry, this weekend, the weekend after this. Um, headlined by scumbag Kelvin Gastelum taking on Nasser Adin Imavov. My, how we all yeah. hope Imavov is going to smoke him. Um, Shafkat Rachmanov lost Jeff Neal as an opponent. Uh, Brian Barberino's got some big old balls still saying he's willing to fight him. Yeah. But I don't think it's booked. So, and the fight's in 10 in like 11 days. So, eh. um, rest of the card's not great. But, you know, Ketlin Vieira, Raquel Pennington. It's nice that I didn't know Raquel's still fighting. Yeah, sure. It's, and uh, Mazel Tov to them, by the way. Uh, Tisha pregnant. Tisha Torres is pregnant. Yeah. So, that's, you know, they were did that IVF thing, which knowing how little they both make was probably why Raquel's going to have to fight for a little bit longer, at least. Um, and Dan Ige's on this card. So there's some guys. It's just it's, it's the apex. They don't care. Why should you? Um, but we'll preview that next week, guys. Hey. Um, Till then, I was Dr. Law. That was DJ Mark. That was Lavender Gooms. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. We have nothing to babble over the end of this podcast right now. What happened? I don't know. You and Mike usually pick up that heavy lift. Mike hasn't gotten his buddy back from the sports book, and he's focused on that. I think is what it is. <laughs> well, no. What I'm most happy about is Danny Hamlin seems to be in critical but stable condition. Yeah. Um, you guys see that happen to Hawkeye too? Ski- I heard he he is also in critical and stable condition. Yeah. Oh, end the podcast on sad note. Bye, guys. See ya.